Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure. Because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome to Like Matter Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Um, great to see you, Suze. Great to see you, Tommy, wearing a t-shirt. Because I've just come straight from my boxing lesson, which of course I must do. I, I mean, I knew that. I just wanted you to let the listeners know. Uh, yeah, no, but I, well, I don't, I, I just said I do it every day. I don't do it every day. I do it like two to three times a week. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm also wearing my Iris... Um, uh, LGBT plus film festival uh, t-shirt because I like it's something it. nice to get sweaty in I like yeah exactly exactly um, and I do recommend boxing as a as a sport uh, if when I say boxing I'm really just punching a man's hands but I do recommend it I like it do you think you'll ever get in the ring I beg your pardon Susan <laughs> realize what i was saying did you oh that's the thing it's because i'm so um innocent yeah so innocent and i'm not no you're not um i don't know if i'll ever get in the ring um because um you do get hit back then and in my training i don't get hit back i kind of like hitting out that's my biggest fear about boxing someone punching me square in the face i wonder how i would be maybe i would be fine there'd be like an adrenaline rush that would mean i would just like go into some sort of you know, kind of trance. Um, trance, yeah. You know, like and there'd be music playing. What about if like that happened and we found out that you were actually very, very violent? What if we found out I was actually really good at that was my actual skill and that was the thing I had to pursue? Like that that was your gift. That was my gift, yeah. What if that was what I yeah, what I've been put on this earth to do? <laughs> to box. <laughs> box. And then I'd have to spend all my time pursuing that skipping. I think they do a lot of skipping. Yeah. That's actually the biggest crossover between being gay and boxing. Silk dressing gowns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the and, and the skipping, yeah. And um and, and the you know the way they need Is that homophobic me suggesting that gay men like to skip? Am I accidentally being homophobic at the top of the pod? Oh please. Well, no. I mean evidentially <laughs> <laughs> I like and I'm the only gay man you know, so that's <laughs> That's true. It's weird, that's, isn't it? 
Empirically speaking, you're right. You're right on. Um, so, um, but one of the things we were talking about during uh, the boxing lesson, Susie, and I wanted to ask your opinion. Frozen, the film, right? This is surprising. Yeah. Well, at the end, she says she gets told she can only be freed from her curse if she gets kissed by someone she loves. She mm-hmm. thinks it's going to be that bloke who turns out to be an asshole. So yeah. she she gets off with her sister. Is that correct or not? No, that's not correct. Okay. It was pointed out to me that the um, lesbian incest twist is not what they were going for. Is this lesbian correct? incest twist is a night I'm going to? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a night in Dalston, <laughs> and everybody does the twist. Oh, I'd love to go out and do the twist, not incest though. So does she? Is the is the end of the story that she she doesn't kiss the doesn't kiss the bloke who turns out to be horrible, but she she kisses her sister? I don't think so. Unless it's like someone you love, not someone you're in love with. I thought that was the it was the different meaning of love, and it was like. Yeah, do you know what? I've not watched Frozen enough. I haven't really, I've not watched Frozen enough. I haven't really pulled it apart, if I'm honest, Tom. I've never done an analysis on it, but until now. But I went to see it foolishly because one year I went with some friends to see a sing along a Muppet Christmas Carol, which we really enjoyed. Everybody was having a laugh mm-hmm. and was quite drunk and we were all the same age. Went back, we thought that would be fun to do this Christmas. Let's go to Frozen. It was, it was full children. Of children <laughs> screaming, all dressed up as um, Elsa. Elsa. So um, it wasn't quite as raucous. Um, but I did. It wasn't quite as drunk. Well, you were the only drunk people. I was, dr- I was drunk. But- <laughs> Frozen, hang on, I have to look this up now, I feel, because I, I, uh, synopsis, is that, I mean, it's, sorry, this isn't very good audio, is it? But Were you looking up the plot of Frozen? Don't tell me that you couldn't keep up with that. I mean, come on, you're a smart guy. It's You'd think plot, right, okay, at the end. At the, gosh, there's a lot of paragraphs. Um, Elsa, um, so, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, Hans confronts Elsa outside, claiming that she killed Anna, causing Elsa to break down and abruptly stop the storm. Anna stops Hans about to kill Elsa. She leaps in the way and freezes solid, stopping Hans. Devastated, Elsa hugs and mourns over her sister, who thaws out heroism. Oh, her heroism constituting an act of true love. She needs It's an act of true love. An act of true love. There you go. Yeah, so she gets hugged by her sister, and that's the act of true love that, that frees her from the curse. I don't know how we got onto that. Oh, you were talking, why were you talking about that at boxing? Um, why were we talking about that? Because um, we do you do role play? Are you like, come on, you're Elsa, punch me harder. I was, uh, yeah, we were both dressed as Disney princesses. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that's the only way I can concentrate. Yeah. Well, of course, well, yeah. of course, yeah. So and that would be good because you know boxers have like names. You could be the princess. That would be good, wouldn't it? People would be so scared. I'd, yeah, they would be. We'd have one of those like pointy medieval hats on with a piece of. Um, of course. Back. Yes. What your hat that you wear? You mean? Yes. Yes, <laughs> my boxing hat. <laughs> Great, wouldn't it? And I'd like to have like a little. Do you know those dresses that seem to have like a little ring on? No, like on the. So, so that they're sort of always held up a little bit. Yes, is that something? Do you think? Yeah, you can do that if you want. That would be a nice way to arrive, wouldn't it? I think it's so you don't trip over. Well, I wouldn't want to trip over in the ring. No. Like such a and he's down, he's down. <laughs> In my head, you're now doing boxing, where it's like one, uh, wrestling, where it's like one, two, three, and someone like jumps on your chest or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, that's been my morning. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, I did a self tape this morning. Now, what is this? 
you know what a self-tape is but our listeners might not and i mean i'm sure lots of them in the profession or a a, a profession profession adjacent i did a self-tape and you're notoriously not allowed to talk about them but i did a self-tape for quite a big show but but um which i don't think i'm going to get but basically reading between the lines the character had big dyke energy so I've had on like a three-piece suit and a tie this morning. <laughs> I also had to do an accent. Um, but the, the funny thing is about self-tape, so basically it's an audition for a TV show, but you record it yourself at home. This is what we have to do these days, mm-hmm. friends. And um, But what that means is that I've been wandering around <laughs> my lounge this morning, pretending to be sort of an American civil servant, for want of a better word. Great, which really suits you. It really suits me, sure. But the thing is with self-tapes is someone has to read the other part. <laughs> so I had to sort of say to Alice this morning, who is quite busy with work, if we're honest. Got a very important job. She's yeah. got a very important job. With me being like, oh, can I pretend to be an American lady while you read these lines and I record it? <laughs> That's fun. That's fun for her. Um, but Alice decided that she was slightly too busy this morning. So I... I uh, I went to your friend and mine, Ruth's house. My dear, dear, dear friend Ruth, who helped me with it, and um, was actually great. Gave me loads of directions. She popped up a light. I mean, it was a full. All that stuff is very important. Full. We hired a makeup artist. We didn't. <laughs> we got a boom in. Wasn't plugged in. <laughs> we hired a whole cast of actors. It was great. I didn't get the part. <laughs> And I'm five grand down. <laughs> but we have filmed an episode of this show. <laughs> yeah. But I've done it so many times now. Like once I had to do like a, what was it? It was something like, they were like Icelandic accent. <laughs> and you're like, okay, Bjork? I mean, what is that? So, no, it was Norwegian. It was a Norwegian accent. So I watched some of um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I was oh. like, she's Norwegian, I think. Anyway, then I sent it to our agent, Flo. And I was like, do you think this is okay? And she (laughs) rang me back and she couldn't speak for laughing. (laughs) She was like kind of hysterical. (laughs) Like, I think you give it another go. Just give it another go. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, though, I did give it another go, and I got a call back. So there you go. There, <laughs> but you... I didn't get the part. That's the thing. Oh, oh well, but Flo was right, though. <laughs> Flo was right, but it is quite funny when your agent calls you hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> she was right, though, as ever. She was right. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Um, but you okay. know, it's a, but it is one of those things, isn't it? That you have to. I've occasionally done them where I'm dressing up in various things. I think I once put a blanket over my shoulders to look like a medieval peasant. <laughs> oh no, that's the thing, isn't it? It's so... And then they're just like, just pop it on. They sort of sometimes go like, it's not a big, just do a quick, just do it on your phone, that's fine. Um, and I did it in portrait mode because it's easier to hold it in portrait mode, but they want it in landscape. Landscape mode, yeah. And so that's more difficult. And then, yeah, you basically need a ring light. Hello. <laughs> You've got several. Why? I've got a room full. <laughs> I had to do one where I had to pretend to be like, again, I think it was medieval, but she was like a highwayman or something oh, oh, like, oh, oh. Uh, 
But so I had to be like, so it's like she jumps into shots. And now like all of a sudden you're like jumping off your sofa. I... But the thing is, is that like you send them off and then no one ever gets back to you. So it's like, oh, like somewhere in the internet, there are all these unbelievably embarrassing videos of me being like, hello there. Like, I'm sure you You can't come this way. You've got to go around the other pass. Because they must just be basing it on like a snapshot, right? They just go, like, is this what I have in mind? Do I see this working? And they just go with a sort of gut instinct or maybe there's yeah. more science to it. I, I wonder if they ever really get through like all of the tape. If they're like, no, she doesn't look right. And then you've spent like, I spent like an hour and a half this morning. It's like a big part of a day, isn't it? To get it yeah. all together. Yeah. And then it is a bit, I've heard actor friends of mine get sort of start campaigns and stuff about like, well, could, could you just like let people know if you don't want them because they have spent time getting this ready for you and I think the worst one is is when you're down to like the final it's for like any job but like when you're down to the final one or two not one because then you've got it if you're down to like the final three or two oh yeah they don't tell you for ages because basically they need to make sure that their first choice is available <laughs> so then you're in this like limbo phrase where you're like it's not a no but it's not a yes you down to the final few. So you're like, oh. like, And then in my head, I start spending the money. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and living the life that I will have when I get this big job. <laughs> in my head, I'm at the Emmys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get a phone call going, I'm so sorry, we've gone with someone that's actually famous. Or, the, or they but just don't like tell you and then it just comes out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't watch shows that I auditioned for. It ruins television. <laughs> Ruins television, Tom. You can't watch Vera anymore after you went up for that part. No, can't watch Vera. Can't watch Midsummer Murders. Mm. <laughs> I haven't been up for Midsummer Murders. Vera, um, just for full disclosure, um, but we're still knocking on that door for. Call Listen, the- we're knocking on the door and we're putting on our, our suits and we're giving it our best shot. We're putting. You're putting on a cape. We- you're getting on a bike. You're hoping to get into Poplar. Oh, oh Tom can't even begin to tell you I'd audition for a baby and call the midwife oh Just yeah crawl out of <laughs> a pair of legs I- <laughs> but you'd have to do it on a self-tape first so you'd have to build the legs you'd have to yeah yeah and you'd also have to do that thing at the beginning where you go oh hi I'm Susie Ruffle I'm looked after by <laughs> off the curb um, and then you have to show your hands to show that you don't have any tattoos on your hands <laughs> yeah tattoos <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll be, and I'm auditioning for the role of the baby in this week's Call the Midwife. No, it doesn't look right. No, no, too old. <laughs> oh, maybe she could do. Okay, give her a call back. One of those babies that have got like some sort of one of those babies that are born sort of fully formed as an adult. What are they? Is that Benjamin Button? Are we doing any of those themes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the world of it all. So intriguing. So intriguing. It's so, I would love to be on the other side of it. Listen, if there's any casting directors that listen. Oh, I hope there please, are. That's why we do this. Please get in touch and tell us <laughs> just <laughs> whether you keep hold of the funny videos. What do you do with them? What do you do with them? I think didn't Steve Carell or somebody somebody's video that they did for the, the audition of the American Office or, or some early auditions they started. Yeah. Somebody found them for them and put them on a chat show. And they were very sweet, they were very endearing. Or maybe it was like a lesson in how you should do it. I think there was a lesson in like how you should do it. But I think there are some available out there. But that's mad. But I was listening to like uh, an interview with Nicole Kidman the other day. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. 
But but she was saying that she like taped for a part, and I was like, "You're taping for jobs." Yeah, I like guess. everyone is like, surely with Nicole Kidman, it's a straight offer. Well, I don't know. You don't know. Surely it's not like could she read these scenes and she's not allowed the whole script because we don't trust her. Don't trust her. <laughs> you know what she's saying. Because that's the other thing they do is they they won't give you the script because in case you like I don't know leak it to the press, <laughs> so they just send you. They call them sides, which is like two pages of. Yeah. Um, dialogue of monologue yeah of script and they put your name across it in watermark so that if you print it off and put it on the internet they know who to sue I don't know sue and then because so you don't know like anything about what it's about so you've just got to make a choice also how often are people that keen to know the ending of things like (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like you could. Who's going to read the full script? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's part of the fun, isn't it? To go. Yeah. To watch like, it. Otherwise, we'd all just like you can just skip along on any. Like, or just go on Wikipedia and read the breakdown. Indeed, like you just have about Frozen. Frozen, and I'm sorry to anybody who's not seen the film Frozen. And I spoiled. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I should have said spoiler alert. We should have said spoiler alert so people could have skipped along. But oh, I'm glad we established that with with Frozen, though. Am I do you, am I gonna never get an acting audition again because I've just told everyone how how hard I find it? No, uh, no, because people will anybody would find it endearing that you're so uh, sure endearing. not being like one of those actors. Well, you I think had more experience of this than I did because you went to drama school. Um, Thank you, Clang. Clang, Clang, everyone. She acts. She acts. I thought you were saying she acts. I didn't know what. That was. <laughs> Shacks. Yeah. Which feels very sort of Broadway Barbara. Very Broadway Barbara. Great account to, to watch if you haven't seen uh, it. If you're, not on, if you're on Instagram, you've got to follow Broadway Barbara. It's the best thing on the internet. So good. So good. Um, but, um, but yeah. The, um... Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. She acts, but you've been around actors who can be very kind of competitive and... Oh, yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I think it's good to... A drama school, it was... It was <laughs> wild. A wild time. I'm sure of it. Wild sure. time. Absolutely <laughs> wild. Absolutely wild. With egos. Yes. Um, but that, that, that's been my morning. You've been boxing. I've been pretending to be somebody else in the lounge and almost breaking up my marriage. That's fun. It's fun. That's what life is all about. I also put a wash on. What did you do? Well, I did my shirts, but I do them on 30, everybody. Back off, okay? 
But um, I do them. Do you starch your collars? No, but I have put a washable starch fronted shirt in. Um, well, listeners, wait to find out how that's going to go. Which I wore, I w- I've worn whenever I've worn white tie, which is not very often. Um, but I've been anxious about washing the shirt. I've not anyway. Anyway, I put it on. We'll a see. We'll see. With, would you, if it's a shirt, but it's a light colour, like maybe a light blue or even a light pink, would you put that on with white? I'd, yes, I would. I do. Because I don't think it's going to run. I put a colour catcher in. Do you do that? Is that a person? Yeah, they catch it. They catch no. it all as it falls out. No, it, just like a, it looks like a piece of paper. I don't know if it does anything, oh. really. My mum told me to get them, so I did. That sounds like a good idea. Mm, yeah, well... I like the idea of you putting in, like, Dobby, the house elf, and catching all the colour. Catch it all. Catch it all, catch it all. Before we get on to our correspondence from our dear listeners, which yeah. everyone seemed to enjoy last week, because we've got a lot more this week, the oh. bag is, our cuppeth overfloweth. Oh. <laughs> Great. Um, what were you doing with the BAFTAs then? <gasps> oh my God. Uh, so AJ Dudu and myself were talking I love her. With, she's a lovely, funny, brilliant person. Her and I... Uh, t- were tasked with announcing the nominees on the live stream of BAFTA uh, last week. And I uh, was absolutely honoured, delighted, very excited. We both were. And the nice people... Were you nervous, Tom? Were you nervous? Yes, because it's really serious. And so... Because like, it's actors again. They're very actors, serious. Very serious filmmakers, very serious. You don't Very serious that. types. Even the ones that make comedy, very serious people. Very serious. Very serious. They... Um, that it was it was very lovely. Everybody there is very nice, I have to say. And we're very like, do, you know, mess around, have fun. We want you to have fun. It should be a fun celebration. So they're very kind to us. And we were all dressed up and uh, on the live stream. And um, and then we I should did- I should point out, Tom was dressed up in like a dicky bow tie, not like, you weren't dressed up as like a Power Ranger. <laughs> that would be so great, wouldn't it? If I came out dressed as a cowgirl. Just putting up the visor to say the names. <laughs> Diane Keaton. And then closing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was kind of I think I mean they were very creative with it they would have been up for us doing that probably they were very nice to us uh, but um, yeah we had a right laugh doing it and we just sort of did kind of one, at one point during the nominees we did turn to each other and go it's very, it's very formal isn't it very serious very serious <laughs> and laughed and of course mainly the people who watch that stream are journalists who aren't interested in our messing around they just write they just report <laughs> the facts of what we've just said um, but no I'm sure that you brought a glamour and a friendliness and a humour to it and I'm sure you were marvellous well, I I hope that people enjoyed it. And we're uh, AJ and I are very excited because we're going to be covering the red carpet at BAFTA um, on the 13th who, of March. Who would you be very excited to meet, Tom? Well, it's a toughie, isn't it? Because um, we'd like to meet Lady Gaga. Sure, like for the House meet... of Gucci. Yes. Uh, That's how you have to say it if you meet her. The House of Gucci. Uh, the House of Gucci. Ducky. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and then there's also um, Leo. Uh, be nice to meet Leo. Oh Leah. my god, of course. Is he nommed? Yes. Yes, I think so. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, there are a lot of nominations. Of uh, course. But, you know, we do want to make it fun and BAFTA have been very like, yes, make it fun. Because my stance is, what do you think about this, Suze? Is that if you make it upbeat and, and light-hearted, then that brings people across into the threshold. threshold. 100%. 100% because I think that people, um, you know, I think like playing with the the format or like you know just being Mm -hmm. 
people are playful. Well, that's what I think, and I think things. And that's why you know Norton's so good at doing the TV ones. Yes, because he brings a lightness to like quite serious actors talking about serious things. Well, yes, exactly, and um, yeah, exactly. I think it's because otherwise art of any form can seem very exclusive and mm-hmm. I think it shouldn't be should it it's storytelling it's pretending it's playfulness that's why they're called plays because they're playful you know it's it's jumping from your sofa into a shot and doing a west country accent for example in your house or maybe a Norwegian or Icelandic one maybe maybe Norwegian maybe Icelandic maybe American as I said before shacks shacks <laughs> sounds like a sort of nail you might get them like your nails what have you got oh they're shacks they're she Oh, yeah. They're like shellacs. Very good. Um, well, Tom, I'm very proud of you doing all these. All oh, these my things. goodness. You haven't seen us do it yet. I think I'll probably... Find I did. I watched a bit of the live stream. Oh, did you, Susie? Yeah, I watched the opening. It was very good. Didn't I message you? Um, I think you did, actually. Yeah. I thought I messaged you saying I'm watching your opening. Thank you. Yes, you did. <laughs> you did. Um, um, because we were in the car and Alice had nipped out to get something. And so I pulled over and was like, oh, I watched Tom's live stream for 10 minutes. Thank you for that. And we oh, also got lent, we got lent some jewellery, which quite, and I got lent a ring. I mean, I, the ne- mention of the word ring in this show. I mean, it's unreal. It's un- uncanny. It's uncanny. Um, but um, great expressions are uncanny. But um, yeah, I've never worn a ring before, and it was. I, did you wear it on your pinky? Um, I think I did in the end. Yeah. Like you were a math boss. Yeah, it did feel like that. I was a bit like it was kind of my little dainty hands didn't. I don't think they can carry off any kind of <laughs> your lady fingers. My lady fingers, exactly, which was my name in prison. <laughs> Where he thrived. <laughs> Where I did very well, actually. Uh, I'm never happier. But um, yeah. <laughs> do you wear? Do you wear? You wear nice rings, but they. I do, yeah. I think this was quite a clunky ring. It wasn't elegant like your nice one. I have a. a my engagement ring is is quite jazzy. But it doesn't seem like. Oh, it's quite big it's quite Larry no it doesn't seem that's what I mean it seems like I mean I and then I have a pinky finger a pinky ring I have a pinky finger and also a pinky ring oh do you what do you have yes. in that one well actually this this loops very nicely into into something that I said I was going to mention on today's show let's oh, go on yeah so so listener dear listener I wanted to share something with you because I've mentioned it on another podcast and now I feel like I need to mention it on this podcast because you're my like-minded friends mm. who some of you listen to out as well and I feel like you know me and also I've, I feel like I've met some of you at gigs and things <sighs> long story short over the pandemic Alice and I became mums and I'm not really talking about it in a big way um, because I don't really know how to talk about it just yet and Alice is very private and she's like, don't make it all about that. Which is totally right, that our little girl shouldn't be sort of the fodder for my stand-up. Although, <laughs> no, no, it won't. Um, but um, yes, I, we, we, you know, we've had um, a, a child, we've become mums, and uh, it's very, very exciting and wonderful. And Tom knows our little girl very well, and she calls him Pom Pom. <laughs> Does call me Pom Pom, which I love being called. And Huge I'm- fan of the show Cheer. <laughs> she loves the stroke here, as do I, and then I I feel great, yeah, that I've got a nickname, um, yes. But it's her initial on my on my pinky finger ringer. On my pinky finger ringer! <laughs> on my pinky finger ring. On my pinky finger ringer. I thought... <laughs> I thought you were saying it's her initial, or it's it's her initial on my on my pinky, and I was like, pom-pom, <laughs> you've got pom-pom. <laughs> And I was like, so I've got a ring with pom pom written, written on it. I was thinking, oh, what? 
Oh, but that's lovely you were talking. But I think it's nice you talk about it in your own way. Because yeah, well, I, I didn't want to do the announcement thing mm. because Alice is very private. I also haven't been pregnant. So, mm. you know, that it's... It's, it, it's, it, it's nice to do it on your own terms. You don't have yeah, to... Yeah, well, I feel... Yeah, that's what I thought. And I... And I felt like I wanted, and I checked before I came on the call today, I said, I think I'm going to tell the like-minded friends that we've become mums. Is that okay, Alice? And she said, yeah, of course it's okay. Yeah. But don't give them the ins and outs of it. No, well, it's great news. It's great to share with people. So I'm just sort of sharing it, just in case, you know. Um, I, feel like, I feel like our like-minded friends might care. And, um, and they'll be delighted and happy for you. She's a wonderful child and um i sound like a victorian governess a wonderful child yeah you, in, in many ways you are her victorian governess that is the role i've assigned myself yes in her um but she uh she, we, we call tom gunkle because he's the gay uncle oh gunkle tom tom such a great honor such an honor anyway i just wanted to let people know because I didn't want to, I didn't want to mention it on another thing, and then people be like, "Oh, she hasn't told us." I think people oh. will be absolutely over the moon, Suze, and I think they'll be very honoured that you've shared it with them. I think it's nice to share things, but it's nice to do it on your own terms. I think as well, it's sort of um, the world of social media is such that we yeah. go like must tell everybody everything, or 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 must hide everything. But actually, you can do it however you like. Yeah, that's what I think. I think, and it's just not me to be like, I'm going to let you know absolutely everything. I mean, I do on stage a little bit, but. I also think it's nice to keep something back that's, you know, you don't need to talk about. Mm. I mean, but I feel like that, you know, I think it's what what's right for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is right for you. So, yeah, it's great. It's all good. Anyway, anyway, Tom, we need to get to some correspondence from our dear like-minded friends. Oh, my goodness. Let's. I'm excited to see that we got a response from Ross, who's living in Australia. Yes, we did get a response from Ross. Hello again, Ross. Um, and also, Ross, I wanted to let you know that quite a few of our like-minded friends emailed in to say that they were sending you... Ah, if you if you can't cast your mind back, Ross was the like-minded friend that got in touch last week to say that he enjoys the podcast so much and he's recently been going through uh, treatment for cancer and been having chemotherapy. And he's had a bit of a tough time. So... Um, and then that the, the podcast makes him laugh, which moved Tom and I greatly to know that we were sort of bringing him some some sunshine and some light. And he also mentioned that he's his dear dog had passed away as well. And um, and Ross, what I want to let you know is that lots of our like-minded friends got in touch to say hello and to say and to send you love and to say that they're thinking of you. Um, one actually in Melbourne who asked me to share her email address with you so I'm going to do that later on today oh um, goodness and so maybe you can yeah if you fancy going for a wonder somewhere but they set up a podcast um, themselves oh my goodness I heard a response from Ross and we asked where he was listening and he was listening in Chapel Street in Windsor mm. in Melbourne in Melbourne and oh, um, lovely place and lovely area and also what well, what I was intrigued by was um, with Ross was that he put up some pictures of his uh, houseplants. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a plant daddy, as I believe they're sometimes called. <laughs> and um, he had a sign on his wall which had the word uh, Ballinar, which is in the west coast of Ireland. And that is uh, the small town in Mayo where my mum's family is from. And was, No way! Goodness, we're probably related. But I don't know, Ross. I don't know. I don't know how your connection is there. You might have just gone there once and bought a sign. I don't know. Maybe PG. PG. That's where all the P a lot of PGing comes from. Yeah. So yes, we're sending you lots of love, Ross, and so are lots of other like-minded friends. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, shall I just share a couple? 
Oh, lovely, Suze. Yes, I'd love to hear yes. from you. Yes. Hi, Susie and Tom. I'm a student from the Netherlands and I'm a weekly listener of the pod. We've had lots of people from all over the world this week, Tom, because we said last week, let us know where you're listening. Oh my goodness, that's great. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Hmm. The podcast has helped me a lot with coming to terms with my sexuality and finding joy in living a queer life. I'm currently doing a bachelor in English language and culture with a minor in gender and diversity. To me, like-minded friends is a perfect combination of both of these topics and I recommend it to everyone I know. I'm fascinated by British culture. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Representation of it. Yeah, booze cruise. I mean. <laughs> Sorry. Love it. 18 to 30s. Um, yes. But have missed out on several opportunities to visit the UK in the past two years because of the pandemic. So I'm finally able to visit. Do you have any recommendations on where I should go and what would be fun to see? It can be London or any other place that you might think is interesting. I wish you both an amazing week. Lots of love. And that's from Nina. Oh, thank you, Nina. Well, I'm so delighted to get their message. What an interesting uh, course to be studying as well. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Where would we recommend that they go to in the UK? I think Brighton, mainly because I'm thinking of moving there, but also because it's such a queer place. I was going to say Manchester for the same reason. There you go. And you considered living there at one point. I did at one point, yeah. And so pleased you didn't. Two and a half hours is too long on a train. It was. It is far. And in a car, it's like five hours. From, oh no thank oh, you it's a long old way um but lovely place i recommend it i love going there i would say uh, go there in london it's very interesting because i was watching a program about marianne keys the irish author that was on oh, yeah. bbc last night and it was very interesting and my mum got me to watch it and um Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world including 75% of the Fortune 500 trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. And it was interesting because she was talking about London. She moved to London from Ireland in the 1980s. And she said, oh, it's such a party place. It was such an outgoing place. And I feel like at times, I know we've talked about it, sometimes it can be, it can feel less like that. Like the way she described London was, it was like you just go out, you could just go out to work all the, you go out to work and then go out afterwards. And there were all these amazing parties and all these amazing club nights and interesting people in the sort of like early to mid 80s. And I thought, oh, wow, that's seldom talked about actually how exciting that was. Um, but sometimes I think London can be difficult to access, but there are I interesting things too. there. Um, 
I would say that, um, but I would say somewhere like the Royal Vauxhall Tavern is a lot of place. A lot of, yes. lot of place. <laughs> it's a lot of place, It's a you lot say? of place. It's a lot of place and a lot of fun. I think the Royal Vauxhall Tavern is a lot of fun. I love it. Something like Ducky. Ducky is fun. Uh, Gay is the word bookshop in King's Cross. Oh, you must go there. What you should do is watch the film Pride if you haven't seen it, Nina. That's good idea. And then go to the Gay's the Word bookshop because it's featured in that, and it's exactly the same, and it's lovely, and it's very exciting. I think that's a really good idea. Go there, um, yeah. Go go there after watching the film, and also they might be able to recommend some places. I feel like they'd have a good selection of pamphlets in there, um, and also um, places like the East End. I think still have a lot of fun things happening, don't they? Like yes, places like Dalston. Yeah, Dawson Superstore. I'm sure did. The Glory. Um, Sink the the Glory is fabulous. Stuff, but, yeah. Sink the Pink's sadly coming to an end, but but there, there are places around there. Um, and Hackney Showroom. Yes. And theatre things. I mean, what I think is interesting, and I wonder when Nina is coming over, because I think as we start to emerge from the pandemic... I hope that people will be very exuberant. There'll be like a really buzzing, like, scene mm. and, and going out scene and cultural scene. And there's talk of an, uh, of an LGBTQ plus uh, community centre. Yes, I've heard about this too. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's happening yet. No, might not be before Nina gets here. Well, Nina, there's a few things. I hope that helps. I hope that helps. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I was listing places that are probably closed about 10 years ago. But um... <laughs> <laughs> No, I think some of them are still open. <laughs> yeah, but um, yes, yes, I'm sure some of it's open. And there's a Kill the Midwife tour. Oh, so yes, I... there is. That is true, isn't it? There's a, there is a Call the Midwife tour and some people have sent us messages about doing it. Oh my goodness! Which you would love. Is it actually happen? Is it actually a thing, or have you just m- made it manifest? No, of course it's a thing. Okay. okay. It's a huge deal, Tom. Wow, because we could set up a rival one, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> we could get what with Dr. Uh, Tina Turner. Dr. Tina Turner takes you on a tour of um, Poplar. Um, Poplar. Said <laughs> so like Pamela in Gavin and Stacey. It's very much like that in my mind. Everybody has to hire a bike, and maybe we'd give everybody like those um, capes that they wear. Yeah, I'd love one of those. But the trouble is, I think Poplar is quite um, difficult to... I think it's quite like there's a lot of cars on the road, so I think it wouldn't That's be... That's okay, we'll stop the streets. Don't worry about it, we'll stop the roads. In, in, um, in Call the Midwife, there's like three cars and everybody sort of walks <laughs> along those cobbled streets outside St. Nananata's um, and um, just has a very straightforward life. But in truth, I think it's not like that, is it? I think maybe not. Well, there you are, Nina. Hopefully that will help. Hopefully that will happen. Good luck with all your studies. Good luck. Get ready for this one, Tom. Just easy and Tom. I've just listened to your most recent episode and thought you'd like to know that I am listening to you all the way from Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Oh, Hong wow. Kong. Oh, how lovely is that? How nice is that? I only started listening to you recently, but I'm fast becoming a huge fan. I was particularly happy to hear that Susan. Is, Susan, that's not my name. I was particularly happy to hear that Susie has taken up knitting. I've just started to do tapestries to avoid doom scrolling on my phone in the evenings. Attached is a photo of Terry the Toucan, nearly finished, full of mistakes, but I'm beyond proud of my efforts. My dear departed grandmother loved to do tapestry, and I wish I started this brilliant hobby when she was still alive, so it is a lovely way to remember her. Your finely balanced mix of witty chat and sincere discussion of listeners' emails is an absolute joy. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye bye bye. Bye 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 bye. And that's from Katie. Thank you, Katie in Hong Kong. And what a lovely thing to do, a tapestry. Do you think she'll start to um do a Bayou tapestry, start depicting like recent events? 
Yeah, so does Bayou mean... So I thought it was just of, like, one particular war. But is it actually of, like, the, the things that have happened recently to, like... Is it how people used to sort of do history? Um, I think it was like a... <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. I think it was like a commemoration of... I thought it was a... Or a period of time, certainly. I think it's got the Battle of Hastings on there. I 1066. Think. It's the only one I know. 1066. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I think that's correct, but I might be wrong. Might be wrong. Might be wrong. But I think you're probably right. Might be wrong, but but might be right. Um, there, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, a lovely skill to have. I think anything like that is good, isn't it? Knitting, like you say, crocheting, 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 um, reading a book, lovely. I just thought about buying a chair to read a book in. Oh, that's a lovely idea. And I was suddenly thinking about would I get it in a candy stripe? Now here's a shout out that we've got, Tom. Hi Susie, hi Tom, long time listener, first time PO Boxer. Firstly, I need to say how much we have loved the podcast over the years and we have so much love for you both. We're really hoping for a shout out. Our fellow like-minded friend and founder and CEO of Bloody Good Period, Clang, Gabby Edlin is getting married. She loves the podcast as much as us and we would be thrilled if you gave her a shout out. Please send Gabby and Alex best wishes and mazel tov ahead of their big day. Love, Matt and Ryan in Bristol. Oh, that's so nice. Gabby and Alex, congratulations. Huge congratulations. Now, first of all, people, if you're not aware of Bloody Good Period, let me just let you know what it's about. It's about, it's an amazing charity that Gabby started. There's a big group of them. She's the CEO. And it's to make sure that people that don't have the money, also people that are um, asylum seekers or refugees, get sort of period... so that they don't experience sort of period poverty, which is basically a, a way of saying, so people can have stuff like sandwich towels and tampons, and it's just so upsetting to think that some people can't have them, they haven't got the money, or they just don't have the resources, or maybe they have, there's a language barrier. And so Bloody Good Period do incredible work. So if you're looking for like a new charity to maybe throw a bit of money towards, or if you just want to keep across what they're doing, or volunteer with, they really do incredible stuff. They're called Bloody Good Period, and I've done gigs for them, and I've known Gabby for a few years, and I just think she is bloody brilliant. Um, and massive congratulations to Gabby and Alex. Matt and Ryan in Bristol, who, uh, who who have sent in the shout out? They've said now. Reali- they've now also realised that they're not drying their bath mat as regularly as they should be. Uh. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't have a heated towel out, but they're planning a bathroom renovation and a bath mat drying will be high on the wish list. Please make sure so that's just- there. Just so we're across what sort of Matt and Ryan are up to. And I don't want people to well. think that you have to have a, a heated towel rail. That was not that was not my message there, just to be clear. It, you can put it over the side of a bath. You can put it over the side. Sure. You could even put it on a, a maybe one of those wooden um, ladder type things that lean against the wall, which I've seen on certain Instagram accounts, which keep cropping up on my feed because I look at interior stuff. Yeah, me too. Obsessed with it. Tell you what I really want. I want, um, I want to open my front door and for there to be those black and white tiles. I would say that's dream. I love a Harlequin tile. Is that what it's called? Because I don't know what it's called. Is that it's called Harlequin? Well, I call it that, but it might be incorrect. But I would call it a Harlequin floor, and I've always liked it. The trick with it is, as Uncle Andy told me when he got his kitchen done with it. Oh, I love Uncle Andy. Not well, indeed you do, and you had a lovely chat with him. He wished he hadn't had it done on the square, but he wished he'd had it done on the diagonal because that makes the room look um, much bigger. But I will ask my brother about that, who is a tiler, so I wonder if that's true or not. Um, Listen, if we could get James involved, that would be... I, I would appreciate that. James has got uh, T-shirts printed now for his company, and um, 
I'm wearing one right now. They are available. They're <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of him. He's got cards as well. He's doing great. He's doing great. I love him. Uh, uh, it's my shout out. Also, my shout uh, out. My shout out. Also, um, what's it? Oh, when when we were just talking to Nina about things in London, mm-hmm, it suddenly occurred mm-hmm. to me a really fun account to follow on Instagram is the Linden Archives. And Attitude Magazine put a, a glimpse of them as well. They're photographs from that uh, they took in the eighties and nineties of um, the sort of queer scene. Oh, cool! Say again what it's called. It's called the Linden Archives. I'm going to make sure I find it properly. Linden underscore Archives. Um, and it's a photographer for 90s Northern Gay Scene, Gay Times, and APN magazines. Im- and the images are copyrighted. But um, <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> but uh, they are really interesting because they're just sort of moments and groups of people out and about having fun in a way that's not really captured because, well, now it's so different because everybody just captures everything all the time, constantly taking Yes. Photos. But um, back then, it's different. Do you know what? We've just bought a Polar camera for that very thing. Have you? To try and, yeah. To- 90s gay club. To go to 90s gay clubs. No, but to sort of capture like little moments and then have them printed off. Oh, it's really lovely. Nice. Like when people come over to like be like, oh, we'll just get out the Polaroid and take a couple of I pictures. Drying them off. That was my impression of drying it off. I just did it. Yeah, you dry them off. You dry them off. I don't actually think you need to do that anymore. I think that the time's moved on. I don't think you actually have to shake it like a Polaroid picture, even though it is a Polaroid picture. Polaroid picture. I like that. And I like, I do quite like a flash photograph. When they became like so kind of um, demode, I did actually find them quite, um, I did, I did, there's something about them that's quite kitsch. I think so too. And it's nice to have a printed photo. Lovely to have a printed photo, I will say. So should we do one more just from somewhere else in the globe? Let's do one more and then I must go and get changed because I'm going to the bank with my mother to um, sort out some dad things. Oh, mm. is that is that okay? Yeah, fine. Fine, okay. Right. Hello, Susie and Tom. Laura Edwards here, long-time listener, first-time caller. Susie, I keep my bath mat on the floor. I have three, so I swap regularly. Mm, okay, okay. Firstly, a big thank you for the pod. I live in rural France and commute once a week to Paris. Oh. Can you imagine saying anything more glamorous, Tom? Oh, what an absolute clang. What an absolute clanger. A get over her shoulder, just travelling into Paris. Oh, I bet it's... Clang, clang, clang. Très super, très, très chic. Clangier. Um, you <laughs> accompany me. Look at that. You accompany me on my three-hour trip and it's really the highlight of my week. Needless to say, I've burnt through all the pods, so I've started listening to some of your other recommendations to fill the gaps. Your chat and humour and window into London life really helps me not to miss the UK too much. Much more insight considering we don't really go out. (laughs) (laughs) We don't leave the house. I'm I'm locked in this bloody cupboard. Um, (laughs) More importantly, I'm the head of diversity and inclusion at a tech company. My job is to make inclusivity a reality by increasing understanding and awareness by increasing I don't know why I do the reading out when I'm severely dyslexic (laughs) 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 my job is to make inclusivity a reality by by increasing understanding and awareness gender equity is already a consideration but there's a lot to do for other underrepresented demographics thanks to your mention Susie I reached out to Stonewall to see how they could help me on this journey I'm excited to say we now have a series of diversity goals that include making our workplace more inclusive for the LGBTQIA plus community and a series of allyship training run by Stonewall Plan for 2022. This work will reach over 600 employees. So, so thank you to Susie for the Stonewall shout out. And thanks to you both for keeping allies like me connected with the community. Lots of love, Laura. Oh my goodness, Laura, that's very, very nice to hear. And I mean, very flattering, I think, that... Uh that, that we're able to even try and do that. Well, I didn't do any of it, you did. <laughs> no, I think that you mentioned Stonewall as well. 
Yeah, yeah Tom, stop trying to take my... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, you know me, I always say I'm worried I put more people off. But um, <laughs> the um, <laughs> but that's lovely to hear, Laura. Thank you for being here. It is. And Laura, your life sounds so chic. We're re- really proud of you for your work. And I thought you were going to say... <laughs> Laura, your life sounds so chic. <laughs> <laughs> no, chic! Chic, but you said chic. Yeah, so it was fine. I, I said chic. I didn't say. No, it sounds so chic going between Paris and rural France. <laughs> I was going to say, well done, congratulations to you. We were very proud of you, Laura. Congratulations. I'm imagining Laura in some sort of scarf. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Just something effortless, but very stylish. Effortless, but stylish, like Claire Balding. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. Often to be seen in a leather jacket. <laughs> Have you seen that picture of us making a fag? I love, oh, yeah, it. I love that photograph so much. Looks like she's buried a body, but she hasn't. Um, she hasn't, it's very important to say. Um, right, Tom, you need to get to the bank. I've got to go and do a voiceover. Oh! So we've all got things to do. We've all got things to do. Clang. Clang, clang, clang. Clang, clang, clang. Clang gear. Lick, clang. Um, thank you all for getting in touch. Thank you for a lovely time chatting, Suze. And, oh, it's um, so nice. And we'll join you next week. Come back and see us next week. Be sure to. And, um, and, and we'll speak to you then, okay? And just to be very clear, the email is hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. I think I've said it wrong about 1,500 times. It's always in the show notes. Um, but thank you for listening, and we love you very much. Love you. Okay, well done. Okay, well done, everyone. Bye. Bye for now. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 B